0: Thoughtful Connections, a memory care podcast, aims to provide general information and insights about dementia and related topics. The content shared is not intended to be medical advice or a substitute for professional medical or clinical guidance. The purpose or goal of this podcast series is to help inform and educate family members considering memory care for a loved one. With us, as always, is Elizabeth Thompson, Arrow Senior Living Regional Director of Memory Care. Welcome. I'm Charlie Johnson, your host. Hello, Elizabeth. Uh, you are looking great today.
1: Well, thank you, Charlie.
0: <laughs> oh, great to see you. You too. You know, we find ourselves back in the studio to talk dementia related topics. Uh, once again, we are going to focus on one form of the disease. Now, this time, it's going to be vascular dementia. So, Elizabeth, how common is vascular dementia?
1: Vascular dementia is actually the second or third most common type of dementia, depending on who you're talking to. We talked uh, several episodes ago about Lewy body dementia, and they're right there together.
0: Okay, and of course, the number one type is, remind us again.
1: Alzheimer's disease.
0: Okay, so so you have Alzheimer's, and then it's either vascular or Lewy body. Mm -hmm. They come in second. Okay, all right. So how does uh, vascular dementia, how does it differ from, from the other types of dementia?
1: so vascular dementia is is different um we mentioned alzheimer's disease and and i i want to say that we've we've talked about mixed dementia before if someone has mixed dementia uh, vascular and alzheimer's is very common to go together Um, vascular is different because it's a blood flow issue it's a lack of blood flow and and nutrients and oxygen to the nerve cells in the brain. And when there is that lack um, or even a slowdown of of nutrients um, and oxygen to the nerve cells, they die. And so um, that's the difference in vascular dementia.
0: So is vascular dementia the only type of dementia that where you see that uh, or they don't get the nutrients. Is that the only type?
1: Um, no, but in relation to most people who have vascular dementia have usually had some type of stroke or heart attack or um, been unconscious for a certain amount of time to have that lack of oxygen to the brain, um, a blood clot in the heart. Um, so that's why vascular We call it a blood flow dementia.
0: So are there any specific tests uh, that are conducted to to diagnose this type of dementia?
1: So really, again, because um, so many dementias are misdiagnosed, uh, it's a matter of looking at the history. So you definitely want to keep your general practitioner, but you also want to see a neurologist. And we need to be aware, it's critical that we are aware of our our own health conditions. Do we have high blood pressure? Do we have high cholesterol? Do we have um, heart disease? Um, Do we have diabetes? All of those things contribute to vascular dementia. Um, So looking at the whole history and what's going on with the person
0: and also it sounds like that that you had mentioned you know if there had been a stroke Mm -hmm. or if there had been a condition of the heart or uh, maybe a trauma that Mm -hmm. they had maybe been unconscious for a while if that had been in the individual's past that certainly might be an indicator uh, that or something that may lead them to believe that their issues that they were having could certainly be vascular dementia. Would that be correct?
1: Correct. Um, I would say that about, well, if you have a stroke, you're 70% more likely to develop vascular dementia.
0: And that's just across the board.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No matter what, at what age the stroke happens or anything.
1: Correct, but the the difference with vascular dementia is there are things that we can do to help prevent vascular dementia and there are things that we can help do to slow the progression
0: okay so if an individual has a stroke Mm -hmm. there are preventative things that their doctor should do to help prevent the vascular dementia
1: not so much the doctor but the person okay All right. so first when someone has a stroke it is Im- so important it's critical that they get rehab therapy right away speech therapy ot occupational therapy physical therapy um <clears throat> and then change their lifestyle that's gonna be the key, making sure that they are taking care of what has caused this stroke. Um, if it was high blood pressure that caused the stroke, if it was heart disease that caused the stroke, um, you know, addressing those issues, eating better, exercising every day, laughing, actually, being social, those things all help our total well-being.
0: Okay, so so what are some signs or in, and or symptoms of, of vascular dementia?
1: Um, They vary widely uh, because whereas like Alzheimer's starts in the hippocampus, vascular disease, vascular dementia, um, it really depends on where that lack of blood flow was in the brain of what kind of symptoms you're going to see. Was it lack of blood flow to the temporal region? Was it to the occipital region of the brain? So it's going to um, be different for everybody, depending on where that blood flow uh, blockage or lack of oxygen to the brain was caused. Okay,
0: okay. So, so I would assume that also makes it more difficult uh, to diagnose.
1: Yes, yes, it makes it difficult to diagnose. A lot of people are just diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, but then we may start seeing things that look maybe make it look more like vascular um, because with vascular dementia you have if it's just vascular dementia and not Alzheimer's disease which uh, about 20% of people who have vascular dementia also have Alzheimer's disease but if it's just vascular dementia um, you may not see as many memory problems right away but more problems with emotional um, very extreme highs and lows, depression, uh, not being able to sequence uh, as well, time, not being able to uh, know if it's been five minutes or five hours. Um, a lot of uh, depression goes along with vascular dementia. It's very common, wanting to end it all.
0: Hmm. Okay. Is there uh, an expected progression of the disease? Is that something you see?
1: That is also something that can really depend on the person uh, who is living with vascular dementia. Are they exercising or are they walking 30 minutes a day? Are they eating a healthier diet? Are they keeping their blood sugar low? Did they quit smoking? Um, If someone doesn't change anything, they may only live five years, but if they are really working hard to be a healthier individual they can slow that progression
0: and i I think you just answered my next question but but are there factors that may accelerate or slow down uh, the progression
1: yes yeah if if you don't keep your blood pressure under control and that was the biggest reason that you had the stroke or developed this um, vascular dementia you uh, aren't going to get any better. You're only going to get worse and, and, and cause more damage. Okay. Um, even sleep apnea can can cause some of this because we know when we go to sleep, if we have sleep apnea, we are depriving our brain of the oxygen that it needs. Right.
0: So really there are a lot of variables, a mm-hmm. lot of a factors lot. Yeah. That, that really come into this vascular dementia, aren't there? Mm-hmm. So, so assuming uh, an individual that, that has had a stroke and that that has been diagnosed with vascular dementia assuming that that individual uh, you know has changed their lifestyle and has you know doing you know everything right you know doing everything they can to to make it better how would would they or how should they expect their symptoms to change over time with the disease
1: it will progress. It will just slow the progression down um, buy them more time, healthier, if that makes sense. Okay,
0: all right. So just they should just, would expect them to live longer and to live a, a better quality of life. A
1: better life. quality of life, yes, if they are making the changes to um, be a healthier okay. individual. So, so again,
0: that their, their long-term outlook then would just be a, a better a better life better quality mm-hmm. of life uh, for them and, and their family
1: correct okay
0: so and again i think we've touched on this but i, I want to hit this again so the individuals or the people that are most at risk for vascular dementia let's let's talk on that some more mm-hmm. so so tell me who, who is most at risk for vascular dementia
1: um high blood pressure If you're someone who has high blood pressure frequently or even low blood pressure um, and it's not being treated, you can cause damage to your brain. Um, If you are someone with heart disease, COPD, um, those are things. High cholesterol, you know, that's sometimes, they call that the hardening of the arteries, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, That can also put you at a higher risk. Um, People who smoke higher risk people who um, drink in excessive put you at a higher risk so there's there's um, it's really just an overall being a healthy individual and and when you're not you're at higher risk
0: so really what it it boils down to are don't wait until you're sick right you know don't wait until you've been diagnosed with a heart condition or don't wait until you have blood pressure don't wait until you have a stroke or a heart attack to mm-hmm. start taking care of yourself
1: correct and 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 going and getting a re- an annual physical you know making sure your blood work all looks good that your your cholesterol is not too high your sugar is not too high or, or too low um, because taking care of these issues lowers your risk so if you have sleep apnea but you're using a, a sleep machine then you're lowering your risk. If you have diabetes, but you are continually monitoring your sugar and keeping it low, you're lowering your risk.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so really you know, taking care of yourself, uh, being as healthy as you can be, mm-hmm. uh, while, you're, while you are as healthy as you can be. Correct. Um, uh, that lowers the risk of vascular dementia. Now then, does that also lower your risk for other types of dementia? Yes.
1: Yes, because um, if we look at Alzheimer's um, and, and several different types of dementia, it, it's an inflammation. And we know that a lot of the things that we put in our body cause inflammation. Um, for me personally, I have a horrible lower back. It's hereditary. My dad had a bad back. He had multiple surgeries that never did really any good. When I am eating healthier, I have less back pain than when I am eating more sugar. like I think it was kind of funny. Shortly, um, well actually it was Christmas Day, my back went out and I had been eating fudge and pie and all that good stuff um, and my back went out. Uh, And same for my arthritis in my joints and my hands. When I'm not eating good, I have inflammation. Inflammation causes bad things throughout our whole body. So yeah. What we eat makes a huge difference. And, you know, for people who are living with vascular dementia, it is so important that they keep on top of of their overall health um, to help slow the progression Um, because they can have problems with with thinking, uh, judgment. Can be skewed, um, and and the emotions uh, can be so severe from one minute to the next that it really vascular is really hard on the family members that are taking care of this person, because one minute I'm if I have vascular dementia I may be just giddy, giggly, and the next minute I may be just crying and sobbing and wanting to end my life, and it's kind of this roller coaster of. Sometimes I'm good, sometimes I'm bad, sometimes I'm awful. Um, and all of that depends on where's my blood sugar at right now? How's my blood pressure right now?
0: And so, so any, of, any of those variables blood sugar, blood pressure,
1: mm-hmm.
0: anything uh, could be a urinary tract infection. Yep. You know, uh, really anything of that can change uh, how the person with vascular dementia is behaving or reacting at any particular moment. Is that what you're saying?
1: Correct. Correct.
0: And for caregivers, um, certainly that that can be very uh, very challenging. Yeah. So So what advice uh, do you have for caregivers of, of family members that, that have vascular dementia?
1: So it's going to be important for the caregiver to remember that this is the disease, it's not them. Um, it's very common for people with vascular dementia to have those anxiety and outbursts um, with the person that they feel most comfortable with, which is probably a spouse or a, a son or a daughter, whoever's taking care of them, who's that constant. Um, and, and so remembering that it's not about them. Um, knowing to uh, how to approach to approach slow and if the person who is living with vascular dementia is angry, um, it's best just to say, I'm sorry, I can see I've made you very angry and, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna step out for a while and get out of your space. I know that that would make you happy right now and then leave and then maybe come back 15, 20, 30 minutes and, and say, hey, act like nothing happened because that's where their brain is functioning. It, it, they can be screaming and cussing at you one minute, but then the next minute act like nothing happened. And so we have to act that way too. Come back and say, hey, I brought you your, your Dr. Pepper or whatever your favorite drink is. I brought you your coffee. Um, okay. And just act like nothing happened.
0: Well, one thing we haven't touched on uh, yet, Elizabeth, uh, are treatment options uh, for vascular dementia. So are there medications um, that that relieve uh, some of this uh, and, and actually help the individual?
1: So the way we treat vascular dementia is typically not the same as treating like Alzheimer's disease. Um, the What we want to treat is what caused the vascular dementia to begin with. So if it was, um, you know, off the chart blood sugar levels, then we need to make sure we're continually monitoring those and 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 taking whatever medications we need to lower um, our blood sugar if it's high blood pressure or low blood pressure same thing making sure that we're treating that um, that is going to help the individual who's living with vascular dementia
0: so i I would assume um, that oftentimes it's multiple things
1: yeah yeah you know
0: you know for an example you know i i have high blood pressure i'm diabetic you know, I I have a bad back. You know, I have that in common. Uh, so you know, I take anti-inflammatories. You know, um, and so uh, you know, it's it's a uh, multiples of yeah. things. You know, that I have to keep an eye on and keep track of. Um, so um, so yeah, it's you know, as you're talking about things, you know, it's a lifestyle change.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know,
0: changing. What you eat, what you don't eat, uh, you know, taking your medications, you know, and and again, monitoring, you know, mm. uh, all these different things. Um, so sometimes it's, I would assume, it's hard to pinpoint, you know, exactly what it is that, that's it causing is. it.
1: And that's why it's so important to get a good diagnosis and be working with someone um, who you trust and feel confident in to handle all of the. Uh, comorbidities or or all of the issues that you may be having. With vascular dementia, we can also see a lot of um, movement or dexterity problems with the hands, um, urinary incontinence. So, you know, working with physical therapy, occupational therapy, swallowing issues, speech issues, um, working with speech therapy as well. Those are all very important.
0: So I know you talked. Initially, how important it is to uh, to be diagnosed by a neurologist. Mm-hmm. After that initial uh, diagnosis, uh, when or how much does a neurologist come into play after that?
1: Really depends on the person and what all's going on with them. Um, for someone with vascular dementia, they may get a great diagnosis from a neurologist, but the neurologist may send them to a heart doctor. You know, a cardiologist to help monitor what's going on with them, um, if it's if it's heart related, um, <clears throat> If it's a blood flow issue, putting them on blood thinners, they may send them to a different specialist for that. So it really just kind of depends on what what was the key factor that started this issue.
0: Okay. Okay. I guess I guess that would come into play with with any of the uh, diagnosis. you know I'm just kind of wondering, you know, does a neurologist, you know, do they continue to see that neurologist, or or is that more of just kind of an initial diagnosis?
1: Um, I would think that they would probably continue to see them, but they may see like their cardiologist more frequently.
0: Okay, All right. thank you. So, so do you have any final comments uh, you would like to add about uh, about vascular dementia? We haven't covered.
1: I would just say with vascular dementia, it's it's so hard on the caregiver. Um, so don't be afraid or feel guilty if you need to ask for help. Um, People who have dementia thrive in memory care environments where they have routine, where they have structure, where they have engagement opportunities, socialization, um, and it's okay as a caregiver to say, I I can't do this anymore. it's okay when you're a caregiver especially if you're related by marriage child brother sister or whatever um to say i am i am seeing myself getting more frustrated with this person when i'm trying to care for them i need to let someone else step in and help
0: good good advice good advice well elizabeth you know thank you for sharing some great information about, about vascular dementia thank you And thank you all for sharing your time with us. At Arrow Senior Living, we believe in the power of a chuckle, maintaining a childlike sense of wonder and defending the dignity of others. Until next time, this is Charlie Johnson with Arrow's Thoughtful Connections, a memory care podcast, wishing you fond memories filled with moments of joy. And remember, if you've met one person with dementia, you've met one person with dementia.
1: You can find Thoughtful Connections, a memory care podcast, anywhere you listen to podcasts.